Hello, I'm Darian St. Martin, and I'm your host at World Speaks English podcast, where we discuss all things English, and in particular, the most effective IELTS tips provided by me, an experienced IELTS trainer, and the testtaker.com website, where you can find more materials for each of our audio lessons. You're listening to a series of podcasts about IELTS speaking. Today's topic is money and finance, and we will be reviewing sample answers to typical questions you might get at your test, as well as some key vocabulary you must know for the topic. Let's begin with the first part of the IELTS speaking section. The examiner will now ask you some relatively easy questions. The first one might be, do you like shopping? And I might answer, no, I don't. I'm not a hoarder and only prefer to buy high-quality things that I know I definitely need. And this, of course, happens not that often. The next question might be, have you bought anything interesting recently? Well, yes, I did. I desperately needed new sneakers and I found a beautiful pair of white ones. Notice, here we give answers of quite a minimal length of maybe one sentence or two sentences, but not more than three sentences for the task one. The next question might be, how important is money to you? Here, remember that money is a singular noun, not a plural one. And I might say, I consider money just a tool to achieve goals. Without it, it would be quite hard to get anything significant in life when it comes to tangible things that can be bought. Next question is, do you think you will have lots of money in the future? Well, <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm working hard right now to get a nice, well-paid job. In the future, I will for sure be able to maintain a good lifestyle. The next question is, would you like to become rich someday? And again, I might answer, of course I do. But this is not an end goal for me. I need money to serve the humanity better because I want to build a chain of waste recycling plants in the future. The next question is, do you think it is okay to lend money to friends or family members? And you might say, I do not support those who rely on borrowing. However, sometimes it is okay to lend money as long as it serves a good cause. Because obviously, you know, there can be two sides of one argument. And here I'm just giving you a comment. It's not obviously connected to my answer. The next question here is, are you good at saving money? And you may say, yes, I consider myself very conscious when it comes to my spending habits. Again, just one sentence, but very concise and straight to the point. I also try to use words like conscious, which is a high-level word, or when it comes to, which is a phrase that gives your speech a little bit of dimension. The next question might be, do you invest your spare money? And I might answer, unfortunately, not yet. However, I have been thinking about investing for quite some time. The thing is, I can't find enough time to properly break this down for myself. And again, a phrase that I used here, break this down, is a phrase that gives your speech dimension and makes you sound like a native speaker. And the last question here in the part one is, do you think financial literacy 
is at the high level across generations. Well, in my opinion, young people generally think less about money management than adults. I expect this to change because of better education at schools and universities. Now, we are switching to the part two. In this part, you will be given a cue card with a question. And then you'll have some time to think about it, to prepare yourself, maybe to take some notes. And you will have to speak about this topic as a monologue for approximately one or two minutes until the examiner stops you. Remember, there is nothing bad if the examiner stops you because it simply means that the time has run up. But make sure you have inserted, as I may say, all the information that you wanted to share in that time frame so that when the examiner stops you, he or she doesn't feel that you have missed out on something. So, the question for our part two in this topic is describe something you want to buy but can't afford. You should say what you would like to buy, how much it costs, why you can't afford it, and explain if there is any other way you could acquire it. So I took some time to think about it, and this is what I have come up with and what I would say at my test. I would like to buy myself a car. This will be my first vehicle because I have just got my driver's license. I like traveling with comfort to work and around the city, but the heavy traffic during rush hours makes public transportation really inconvenient for me. However, I am very conscious about the environment and wouldn't like to spend money on a conventional automobile that will only contaminate the air we breathe. Therefore, the perfect car for me would be an electric one, ideally a Tesla. Teslas cost substantially more than usual petrol cars. Their price fluctuates around 80,000 to 100,000 US dollars. What I especially love about it is that it is possible to design my own one. Some parts of it can be customized. Unfortunately, I can't afford this car right now. I have just graduated and entered the job market with not the highest ever salary. Also, I haven't taken up a single loan in my life, and I am of a strong belief that credit must finance only investments that generate future returns. And such consumeristic purchase as a car definitely won't earn me any money. In fact, I will only spend even more on planned maintenance. Thankfully, Tesla is not a vehicle that needs petrol, so I will magically save on gasoline. Thus, I will wait for a couple of years until my pay improves. I will also have a better range of car models to choose from. Notice how I went from the very first question, which was, what would you like to buy? And in my first sentence, I straightforwardly answered it. And I said, I would like to buy myself a car. This was a very straightforward, very direct answer. And then I expanded my thought and I described what I think about the topic and I covered all the questions gradually. I went from what would you like to buy to how much it costs to why I can't afford it. And I then explained if there is any other way I could acquire it. I talked about credit, which obviously I didn't want to go into. So this is how you go through your part two question. Just 
Use your questions that are given to you in the cue card and go through them one by one. Now we are moving to the part three. And in this part, the examiner will ask you some questions that are a little bit more difficult and they stand on the topics that you discovered and explained and talked about in the first parts. So one of the questions might be, How much money is enough? Here, be prepared to give a lengthy answer, an answer that is of several sentences and that covers not only very straightforward things, but more abstract things as well. So, I might say, the question of a sufficient amount of money is absolutely subjective. Everyone has their own pay rate expectations. This highly depends on the lifestyle one leads on the quality of life one is accustomed to. In my opinion, one can surely say they have enough money when they are able to afford spontaneous purchases throughout the month without worrying about their next month financial stability. There are many modern online banking apps that allow to track monthly spendings and plan future budgets. They are a great help in hand indeed. The next question might be, What problems does money cause in your society? And I might say, money is the tool that solves many problems, from very small daily ones to huge infrastructural issues. However, there are certain people whose individuality and character force them to make poor decisions when given too much money or power. One of the most evident examples is politicians, who are frequently corrupted which makes them incompetent and inefficient public servants. Globalization only exacerbates the gap between haves and have-nots. Many people lack money to sustain day-to-day living, while the rich become richer every day. And the last question here might be, do young people nowadays believe in saving money? Is it difficult for them? And I might answer, the willingness and ability to save greatly depends on the person's character. Since many young people are still not mature enough and prone to sudden mood swings, it is easier for them to fall prey to compelling ads ending up with a bag of spontaneous purchases. In addition, many companies offer easy payment terms, so youngsters get tempted and spend more on things that they do not really need. A great example would be the rapid advancements in technologies that give access to instant credit from the biggest and most reliable banks. Now this is it of our sample questions and answers, and we are going to the key vocabulary. Remember, you may download from the testtaker.com website the whole transcript of this lesson. There you will see all the vocabulary we are going to discuss and much, much more. So some words you might learn by heart for this topic might be a charge, which is a price asked for goods or services. And there is an example for it, such as you no longer need to worry for future charges from this app and your membership is cancelled now. So this is one of the examples of how to use a charge. Another word might be a loan or a credit. This is an amount of money borrowed from a bank. And if you're looking for a loan, approach our local banks. That's an example that you might use with this word. The word 
wealth, which means a large amount of valuable things or money, and savings, which is the money one has saved, are also quite useful words when talking about money and finance. You may also use verbs like to earn or to profit, to cost, to refund. Those are words that you can find in our transcript and they mean obviously to get money for the work you do, that's for to earn, um, to get a financial gain, to profit, to cost something means to have a value or to have a price and then to refund means to repay a sum of money, typically to a dissatisfied customer. You also might find useful the word a budget, which is the amount of money a person or company has planned to spend, or a discount, which is a reduction in the selling price for something. An income and an expense are antonyms that mean, obviously, the first one, money received for selling goods, and the second one, money spent on something. You can also talk about prosperity, which is the state of being wealthy, or luxury, which are expensive things that one enjoys, but maybe does not really need. When it comes to speaking about luxury, a word that you can obviously use is to afford, meaning to have enough money to pay for it, for the luxury. Luxury may also bring people some losses, the fact of losing something. Or on another side, the revenue, which is income generated by selling goods. One might sell their luxurious goods. Another word that is interesting is to withdraw, meaning to take money out from a bank account or a bargain, a thing bought or offered for sale cheaper than usual or expected. To compensate, on the other hand, means to give something, often money, to someone in order to make up for loss or suffering. And an incentive is a thing that motivates or encourages one to do something. You can also mention financial reward, which is money given in recognition of one's service, effort, work or achievement. Remember, more of those words with all of the definitions and examples you can find in our transcript. You can also find word formation there, where I'm talking about how to form words from nouns and verbs to phrases and adjectives, such as from the verb to charge, we can derive a noun charge and a phrase free of charge, for example. And from the word to invest, you might find yourself using investments or an investment as a derivative. And of course, in the transcript PDF, you will also find collocations. That's it! To get more materials about this topic, like collocations, word formation, and useful resources, go to the testtaker.com website. You are also welcome to visit my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash where you will get a ton of free books, practice PDFs, and tips for IELTS. See you in the next episode of World Speaks English podcast. Bye!